Hi everybody, welcome to the Flare Up Show. I'm Chrissy and I am the host. And you know, flaring up is is a phrase that I thought of out of something very personal to me. I just like failing forward to success. You know, people with chronic conditions have flares, which are the onset of symptoms. And what I found is that with every flare that we have, we tend to get stronger, smarter, better at handling uh, the challenges that life, our body, whatever throws our way. So it's like failing forward, but we flare up. And uh, so today uh, it's a very brief episode. It is just a copy basically of a talk that I gave uh, for my friend Pat Lee. She did a mindful lunch with her uh, Untold Stories Expressive Storytelling Studio, uh, her business. Then she was on my, my, she was on the last episode. And yeah, I really hope that you enjoy. It is all about recovering from the comparison game. Hi everyone. So I know I said that I was going to talk about the Enneagram, but I have a different topic uh, instead. And I will get to the Enneagram at some point. (laughs) As we know, sometimes I change things up. So I, as you know, I'm a health coach and I help people find their own path to optimal wellness using both food and non-food sources of nourishment. Actually, I probably spend more time on non-food sources of nourishment because I found that even for myself, the less I focused on the food itself and the more on what was driving my behavior, my psychology, my health, my mental health and wellness, um, the better my food (laughs) choices got. It just sort of took care of itself. So one of the non-food sources of nourishment is joy. And with comparison being the thief of joy, I thought this would be a really wonderful uh, topic of discussion today. I shared uh, this information and sort of this talk with uh, my good friend Pat Lee, who was on my last episode, uh, with her uh, Untold Stories Expressive Storytelling Studio. Uh, They have... um, a wellness lunch that a mindful lunch that she does once a month. And I was the guest last time. So I thought I would share with you what I spoke about there. So, (laughs) um, I remember being 10, 10 years old and my best friend from elementary school days was over and we were playing uh, Trivial Pursuit, Junior Edition, of course. And this friend was an amazing person, but also charmed, or that's the way I perceived her. You know, everything seemed to go their way. They were smarter than I was. They were, you know, they beat me all the time at anything that we did together. And I say beat me, but that was really never their intention. They really just wanted to participate with me. So playing this game, it was like the third time in a row they were going to win because she was definitely smarter, knew more things than I did. And she needed to answer one more question correctly. And so I read the card and she very quickly said the correct answer. And I got so upset that I stood up and I ripped the card in half and I threw it in the garbage. And I said, I guess we'll never know if you got that answer right or not. We'll never know who won. (laughs) And then I started crying to my mom. You know, how come she always wins? It's not fair. Why can't it ever be me? And uh, I think that was the last time we had a play date, to be honest. And and I really don't blame her. I was (laughs) um, not a very good friend at that point. Um, But sometimes I wonder why. Why was it so important to me at that time? Did she really gain anything? Did I actually lose anything? I mean, it was truly a pursuit, not squid game. There is a pressure to be the best. 
And I love the movie Talladega Nights with uh, Will Ferrell. You know, there's a famous line that he uses a mantra all through the movie that if you're not first, you're last. And he uses sort of this competitive motto to the point of almost his demise in the movie. And it was one thing, and the reason why it was so important to him was it was the one thing he remembered his father teaching him. So this burning passion to be number one at everything, it does get him ahead for a while, but then he, you know, sort of spectacularly crashes and burns. And at the end of the movie, he tells his dad, you know, I was just doing what you taught me, that if you're not first, you're last. And his dad replies, hell, Bobby, I was probably drunk when I said that. Why are you even listening to me? (laughs) So we got to be really careful about what we internalize and really cling on to for our identities. You know, I read a quote the other day that really had my mind thinking of all the times in my life where sort of this envy and competition and comparison affected, I let it affect my mental well-being. And uh, it said, comparison is the crush of competition from one side and conformity from the other. Be just like everybody else, but be better at it. So that's Brené Brown. She's brilliant, super brilliant. But she said, comparison is the crush of competition from one side and conformity on the other. Be like everybody else, but be better at it. So when we get into comparing ourselves to others, you know, we always take their perceived strengths and compare them to our perceived weaknesses. You know, sort of because that conformity, we're highlighting where we don't think we measure up. But that's sort of messed. We're not really putting ourselves in a fair fight. Not that it should be a fair fight altogether. There shouldn't be a fight at all. It should be. <laughs> it should be. There's room for everybody. You know, like, why do I need to compare my my strengths or my weaknesses to someone else's strengths and vice versa? But our brains are made this way. We do comparison comparison and comparing all the time. And if it's so bad for us, why is this an automatic instinct? Why is it built into our human psyche? Because we do it and we do it all the time. Even on this call, right? Maybe you've compared what I've been saying uh, on this podcast to my previous podcast, to other speakers in my podcast, maybe to other podcasts you listen to altogether. Maybe you're comparing my voice to yours. You know, it's just, it just doesn't stop. How many times Today, have you compared something about yourself? But the truth is, comparison is part of our psyche, but it does serve a purpose. And it's really supposed to serve as a compass because everything is relative. But we're using it as a measuring stick and measuring our worth with this comparison, which is wrong. So back to Trivial Pursuit, you know, she won, I didn't. I didn't measure up. She was smarter. It was measurement and judgment. But truthfully, now I examine sort of that and I think about, you know, being and I realize that being knowledgeable, intelligent, quick thinking were values that I wanted to have. So rather than using my envy as jealousy and competition, I could have used it as confirmation of the kind of person I wanted to be, that learning was going to be a lifelong pursuit. So comparison shouldn't be a judgment passed on ourselves or others, but simply a nudge to ask ourselves, what do I actually want? and need? What is this showing me about where I need to go, what I need to pursue, or what I am? 
And how can I be happy with how I achieve that or what that looks like in my life, the way it translates for me? Because it's good for us to be successful and validate ourselves in different ways. You know, we're supposed to be a mosaic. We're supposed to be different pieces of a puzzle that come together. That's why everybody has different strengths and weaknesses. There's only you that does you. (laughs) How boring would it be if we all had the exact same abilities or desires? It would be a very boring world. So I have sort of three tips for you if you're really trying to recover from the comparison game like I am. Number one, anytime you catch yourself comparing yourself to someone and something um, you admire about them, acknowledge what you admire about them, then tell yourself one thing that you admire about yourself. Even if it's something completely different, make it just a win-win. You know, they're good at that and I'm good at this. (laughs) So it's really just make it win-win and reframe it as they're good at that. And you know what? I'm really good at this. And that's a really great way to boost yourself and to uh, compare in a very healthy way. Number two, when you find yourself comparing, question what you actually want or need. Dig for the why in your comparison. And that's what's going to make it your compass. Um, As a very, very small example, oh God, I love her hair. You see someone and you love their hair. I wish I could wear my hair like that. Ask yourself, well, do I actually need a change to my hair? Do I like my hairstyle the way it is? Or is it time for a fresher up? I mean, it's really just... You know, asking yourself, can't you just admire her hair for the way it is? Or is it really a sign that, you know what, maybe I am due for a haircut and I should come up with a change. So, you know, another one might be, I love the way they dance. I, You know, I suck at dancing. Well, do you actually want to dance? Because if you don't, then just enjoy that they dance well and enjoy watching them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, maybe I'm a great cupcake baker. We all have our own thing. So it's okay. <laughs> we don't have to be good at everything. We don't have to be all things to all people. And number three, nurture yourself and your needs. Sit with yourself, meditate, and listen. Allow your compass inside to expand and be seen um, by spending a little bit of quiet time with yourself every day. Journal and ask three times, why is this important to me? Why is this important to me? Why is this important to me? So when you're questioning something, so maybe you're comparing someone, um, Like about knowledge, like so about that true pursuit, like, oh, she's smarter than I am. So why is that important to me? Because I don't want to be seen as dumb or incompetent. Well, why is that important to me? Because I want to feel like what I think matters. Well, why is that important to me? Because I want to believe I'm special. Like I want to believe that I am capable of putting my mind to something and understanding it. I mean, it's so it really boils down to the basics. So when you ask that question three times, you will really, really, really get to uh, the bottom of what it is that you um, that your body, your brain, your heart is trying to tell you. You know, this is why I coach people, and this is why we focus on, you know, non-food sources of nourishment. It's really about what feeds our soul um, and what is really important to our spirit. It's really important to get to that. So the other thing in that book is the Atlas of the Heart with Brené Brown. It's a great book. She talks about, did you know grass always appears greener on the other side due to the physics, due to physics and the way grass grows. 
even if your grass is lusher than the grass over the fence, just from the point of view, the way you're looking at it, the way physics are with the light, the, the way the grass grows, it will appear greener. So it's a mirage. So although things may seem better, really it's all about perception. So really I encourage you to focus on yourself, tune into your inner compass, and just enjoy being the one and only you because who you are is more than enough and who you are is great and uh, good things are coming your way always. Hi, thank you so much for uh, spending this really brief time with me today. I look forward to sending you some more information in, in future episodes. Uh, don't hesitate to check out my website, girlwithafleur.com, and don't hesitate to reach out and book a complimentary coaching session with me. First one is always complimentary. We call it a discovery session. Uh, so we'll get together. I will learn about you. You will learn about me, and then you can find out if I'm the right fit for you uh, to help you move towards your wellness and health goals whether that is, you know, you're looking to uh, apply nutrition to your life, whether you're looking to boost your mental health and self-awareness, whatever you need, I am here to help. And as you know, even with food, I do focus, even with nutrition, I do focus on the psychology and behavior behind the nutrition. Uh, So it's a lot of non-food nourishment, which is pretty cool. So some people get anxiety thinking, oh, I'm going to have to do a food diary and keep track of everything, count calories. And that is absolutely not how I work at all. So if that you find that liberating, then I'm probably the coach for you. And I would love to help you. So don't hesitate to reach out. Chrissy at girlflare.com. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you.